Our decision on whether to raise the minimum wage is due in the next few weeks. It's currently 21.20 an hour, so adjusting for the current rate of inflation would take that close to 23, nearly 25 once you add in holiday pay. So is this the fair thing to do or will it just fuel inflation further? ACT's party leader David Seymour is with us at Newstalk ZB this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Yes or no to an increase in the minimum wage? Uh, well, from ACT, it's definitely a no. In fact, we've said there should be a three-year moratorium on minimum wage increases. Bear in mind that under the last five years of Labour, it's already gone from 1575 uh, to 21.20. And I know that there will be people saying, well, how could you? Uh, you know, that's not very nice. People are struggling away, and this is a way of getting a pay increase. Uh, for people that think that, I would give you two thoughts that I think have been missed in the minimum wage debate. Um, one is that the proportion of people who are getting the minimum wage and the type of people uh, is actually probably not what you think. Uh, MB produces a very good report each year. Um, they find that typically 3 to 4% of all workers are on the minimum wage. Last year it was 7 It was a bit distorted by COVID. But even if you take 7% of workers, then you've got to ask who. Uh, it is largely very young people, often people living at home, people who are in a household with a higher income earner that are doing it to supplement uh, their income, people who are part-time. So it's not the image that people like to put out there, that it is a struggling family with a breadwinner, and the only way they're going to get uh, an increase in wages is to have a minimum wage increase. Actually, in the case of people like that, uh, if you're a head of household with a family, you get enormous amounts of transfers and tax credits through things like working for families. And that is a better way to help people truly in need than putting up the minimum wage for all of those other types of workers I talked about, which just puts costs onto business and discourages people from giving them a chance, especially young people. So that's that, that's the first point. Um, but can I just make one other? Uh, is that the psychology behind this is the way to make New Zealand wealthier is for the government to make another law. And ACT would argue that the government's making too many laws, putting too many costs onto business. What we actually need to become wealthier is more investment, more skills, more training, more entrepreneurship and innovation. That, that's what raises wages, not another government rule. All right. What should the government do then uh, in order to leave people with more of their own money in their pockets? Uh, because that, the ultimate objective is that, isn't it? Is to, for people to have a bit more cash whilst we cope with ever-rising prices. Well, that's right. And there's a long-term story about productivity because this cost of living crisis, in a way, is just a coming to the head of New Zealand's long-term productivity problem. Yes, other countries have inflation, as does New Zealand, but life was less affordable in New Zealand to start with. And that's why I think it's hitting a lot harder here in New Zealand. The other short-term thing that the government could do and ACT would do in order to give people relief is actually cut taxes and let people keep more of their own money. So if you look at the fully costed alternative budget that ACT put out um, just uh, just under a year ago at the time of the last government budget, uh, you know we show how we could reduce government waste, reduce government spending, take pressure off inflation and allow people to keep more of their own money through tax cuts so that they can face up to the many challenges that people are already facing, especially at this time of year, 
going back to school after an extensive summer with school uniforms, bring your own device and all the other cost pressures that people face in a January-February period, uh, that's when you need tax relief rather than government trying to do more and stipulate how much people are paid. When it turned out to be for a surprisingly small number of people, few of whom are actually breadwinners for their households, and those who are are already supported by transfer systems and subsidies like working for families. David Seymour, leader of the ACT Party, thanks very much.